amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. You know it's okay to play with it. Right now? No, not right now. So I can't whip it out right now? Is that okay for you two? Uh, if I whip no. it out right now? No, not right now. No? Not right now. We're talking about the same thing, right? We're talking about my penis. Welcome in to the Brightburn Review, and you're probably like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> um, that was basically a give and take, not verbatim, we took our own liberties with it, um, but verbatim from the movie, um, where a dad and a son decide to have the birds and the bees talk while holding a rifle in the dad's hand. But welcome in to our movie review of Brightburn. If you're new to one of our reviews, how do we do it? We stick it in on spoiler mode, then we spoil the shit out of everything. Then we give our show stealer, which is our MVP, and then we rate it this one out of, what, five broken jaws, five Brandon Breyer signs, five spacecrafts. Five Brightburn signs. Five. That's what we'll do. Brightburn symbols. Out of five Brightburn symbols, but I totally forgot what I was going to do. Oh, before that, (laughs) Patreon.com. You know what? It's hot in here, Johnny. Like, I don't know if you've noticed. It's humid in here. Is it? And hot in I here. I had no idea. They don't know. Um, but that's a perfect segue after I just completely duh and blank because um, of the heatness in here. Um, but patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. That is how you help support us. Make sure we can get a new studio because this one, I it's great that we don't have to pay for this. And I'm gracious for that. Mm-hmm. But I hate when it gets like the the weather outside usually makes this room unbearable. Um, and like today, you'll see me wipe my forehead with sweat. You're gonna see me wipe my nose with sweat, and I'm not even eating a cheeseburger. So that's where the uncomfortableness comes from. So Patreon.com/backslash Most Valuable Podcast. That's how you can help us out as low as a dollar. You get the MVP podcast a month early. You get access to our Discord channel. Can talk to Johnny, myself. Jake, Retro, um, Pat's in there, John's in there, a bunch of our patrons. You can go ahead and talk to us every single day of the week, 24-7 access to the Patreon community for MVP. And at $10, you can join a podcast right here on Rick and Johnny, Onside Kick, anyone you want for MVP, and talk about what you would like to talk about with the podcast host of your choice. But, Johnny, we are reviewing Brightburn today, and we'll jump into non-spoiler first, horror film. Basically, if Superman crashed on Earth and wanted to kill us all. So I will ask you this. What are your thoughts from the movie? 
And people might think you're making random noises. Yeah, that's what the ship... That's the noise the ship was making. So I little ask, spoilers, but well, that's no I, big deal. I think they did a spaceship trailer. So did I think they? It was in one okay, of the trailers. Well. So I will ask you this: What do you think of the movie? Honestly, it was good for the. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I thought of. Try to think how to describe this. It <laughs> for the mo- type of movie it was. It was a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Was it a fantastic movie? No, but yeah. it was a fun ride. Like I was not like wondering what time it is throughout the whole thing. It mm-hmm. had my attention, both back and forth of. And this could be us as a group because we had yeah. two guys randomly sitting next to us, mm-hmm. even though the open theater. Yeah, and they they this, had the same mentality we did. They were not the Parts same type of seats. Like they chose seats over here, over here, over here, over here, over here, and then decided to sit next to us. Yes, and it's the thing. It's like they must have been like minded with us mm-hmm. because it was just the five of us. Parts yeah. that maybe we shouldn't have been laughing. All laughing we were laughing hysterically at. Laughing and there's like the at. other parts that were serious. Like oh shit, mm-hmm. holy shit, that just happened. I will say with this one, I did not expect it to be as gory as it was. I I did not didn't e- like put an expectation on that because I'm like you know what it's a horror movie for one two mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a horror movie based on if Superman were evil so like yeah I'm not gonna put a rating on it which also like coming in you're like James Gunn's names on it so you're like he was just a producer though right? just a producer I okay. think so but then you got writers of Brian Gunn and Mark Gunn I don't That's know if there's right. a relation but it's the Gunn family <laughs> this is this was the Gun Show <laughs> welcome to the Gun Show. Uh, but yeah, it was just one of those things where it's a super gore, like it's a super gory movie. Um, Jackson Dunn does a great job of playing creepy kid. Fuck um, yeah, he did. Yeah, I think this is one obviously where non spoiler mode is going to be short. Um, I'll just ask you this: Is this a go see it in the theaters or a wait for Netflix DVD? Go see it in the theaters. I think it was a fun ride. I'm gonna put a disclaimer on it. Like, if you're if you're a comic book superhero fan, go see it in theaters. I agree. Okay, yeah, I should have put a disclaimer. With if it you're too. not, then like, there's there are if you some like, people that if you like yes, you superhero movies. If you like horror movies, then go see it in theaters. Or if you really want to know what it would be like for Superman to be evil, yeah, those three groups go see it. Yeah. Otherwise, like, this is a type of movie where I. Would not blame you. Or if your if date you is into that type of movie, go, go see, see it, it as a date movie. Yeah, I just, with me, I wouldn't blame you. Even if you were in that camp, I would not blame you. It's not like one of those where it's like, oh my God, you have to see it. Yeah, we're not telling you, oh God, this is a must see. This it's is just, a this is a fun ride if you I, don't really have a plan to see anything else. I wouldn't blame you if you waited on it. Um, not that that. Not that it's a bad movie. It's just like there are other movies coming out that you might want to pick. Yeah. Above this one. Like, next weekend, I would see Godzilla above this one. I would see Rocket Man above this one. Hell, I would see Aladdin above this one if I had to choose one movie Ricky, over. we saw Aladdin in I the other know, review. I know we did, but that's because we saw two movies. Um, so, we're going to jump into spoiler <laughs> mode with me, this one. Basically, was. if you have not seen it, um, go and see it, and then we'll, you can pause us. We'll be sitting here waiting for you guys. Or if you want spoiled for you, um, just keep on just going. Stroll right through, but let's enter spoiler mode. And the first thing I want to ask you with this one kind of has nothing to do with the actual movie. Okay. Um, but it has to do with the movie, if that makes sense. No, not really, until you ask the question. Do you think this is a proper representation if Superman was evil? Like, in your mind, have you ever thought, 
what if these characters that we beloved so much were actually not as good as we thought it was? I think uh, to or me as, as they are in their comics. To me, I would think yes because let's say you're. 12 year okay so brandon Breyer's 12 years old he hits mm-hmm. puberty so that's when his powers start to kick in yeah. i don't know if that was true for superman or not mm-hmm. i think it wasn't because i think in the man of steel mm-hmm. movie it was like he was in grade school and being hit with the powers right yes so yeah, with superman it was because if we're going man of steel did it too of uh, he didn't get his powers right away but he like kind of had like headaches and basically had to slowly enveloped his, yeah this one a little bit different. Uh, they it kind of like just hit him at puberty. I mean, but that's the thing. They never like. I'm gonna say no. Didn't hit him at puberty. That's true. Cause, uh, you're right. The max. The max of it hit him at puberty. Because the dad said when he was talking to he never been cut. He never been cut. Like that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. That you're he's right. Been, so not he all just the powers. Never, he just never found out about it until, until he, was he threw the. And let's be honest, Ripped the, the chain only off. way he found oh, out yeah. about it was he threw the lawnmower. Because it wouldn't start. Because it wouldn't start. And he only threw it because he was trying to pull the start it. And accidentally and threw then it. the bright eye, I'll be honest, Brandon Breyer in this, and I'm going to, filters coming off my mouth, it's a fucked up kid. Yeah, he is. And I know he's not human, but like, fucked up kid of like, huh, I just threw this, uh, Lawnmower, like, let me stick my hand over a hundred feet. Yeah, let me stick my hand. Yeah, that was kind of blade. What would you have done if it cut you? Uh, you would lost the fingers, exactly, or lost the whole hand. Yeah, depending on how much you stuck, stuck in, it there. in with like his fist. You're right. He did fist, and it stu- the, he fisted what? the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, you went to say it, and then you stopped, but I went like, full blow. Yeah, go for it. He um, fisted the lawnmower. He fisted that lawnmower, which I pointed out too, because mm-hmm. I do work in a lot of lawn maintenance. I did for years. Yeah. That thing would be fucking broken. Yeah. He tossed it over like 200 feet. But yet it was still... still It was running on full, too. But I mean, for me, I (laughs) I just... I just thought that was funny. I... After this movie, I do wonder that, is what if, like, a Superman character came to Earth to kill us? Where I'll ask you this. You are Brandon Breyer's father. Yeah. You find that kid in the forest. What do you do? If you're same situation, you and your wife are trying to have a kid and you can't have a kid because they did a good job, I'll say at the beginning, having the um, infertility books. So like they set up. They've been trying like, to. Hey, they're trying, but they can't have a kid. Yeah. Um, kind of like the Kents um, in mm-hmm. Superman. But I mean, let's say that was you. Yeah. You and your wife find a baby in the forest. What do you do? And yet again, your wife is in on this too, but you personally have a choice to make. You can be okay with it or be like, no, I'm going to fucking kill this thing in its crib. And it happened to die. Oh, no. Um, Do you try to kill it and say, no, I'm not trusting this? Or do you do what the Briars did and take it in as I guess you try to raise it right. That's Mm -hmm. the thing. But you don't know. Like that, like for one, I think part of it to do was the alien spaceship going, making him hear words. Take the world. Yeah. Take the world. Take the world. world. And hell, was he really interpreting it right? True. True. Like the kid was kind of fucked up. He was being picked on. Mm -hmm. So, like, that kind of changes your mentality. Well, I like, to me personally, I like that because I did too. I'm on the side of 
no, fuck that thing. It needs to die. I'm not trusting that. That is not a human. Like, if my wife picked it up and was like, oh, it's our baby boy. No, that is an alien. We kill it now. I'm not trusting this. Or we give it to the government. Like, that's probably not Let's even a good you, idea. You no, know, don't have any predisposed of any of these other movies. There was any a of this spaceship next to it, Johnny. I'm saying, it no. is an alien. No, I'm saying, I, I feel like you're also going off the fact of, like, you've seen this movie. You've seen oh. all the other shit that's gone on. Let's say you've never seen it. You just find a baby. Yeah, you never that have doesn't a raise a anything. red flag to you? It does. It's also a baby. You don't kill a baby. You kill it if it is not human and it could hurt. Like, that would be my thing of, like, I... Or hand it over to the authorities. I don't exactly, kill it. Exactly. I would either kill it or hand it over to the authorities. I don't kill it, but I hand it over to the authorities um, at least. Because here's here's the thing. Here's the thought you play with it. You try to kill it. And then that thing's like, well, I don't trust you no more. And that becomes more powerful and it kills you. Mm -hmm. That's the risk you run with that. But also you give it to the authorities. I don't really trust the authorities. I don't trust the government sometimes that they have the best interest for me. No, they only have the best interest for themselves. Uh, So basically you're in a you're fucked situation whether you keep it, you kill it, or you give it up. Or you teach the damn thing that, hey, you can bleed too. (laughs) You can bleed too. Um, Here's the thing. That I do want to say, though, and I love with this movie, that they went with the whole picked on route. Yeah. Because basically the thought that came into my head from this was, wow, Superman, like Clark Kent was very, and this yet again could go into the non-relatable thing that I have with Superman, Yeah, is he doesn't really act like a normal kid. Where basically it's the whole, like you mentioned, puberty, like Brandon Breyer getting pissed off for no reason. That is a typical teenage response. Yeah. Is to say like, at, like to F you, like I, maybe like some people might have said, well, I never said F you to my parents because I'd get hit. But it's like, you're a little defiant where it's like, yeah. no, like screw you. I'm going to my room all pissed off and stuff. That is a typical teenage response. Exactly. To where I love that they did that because when he found out he had these powers, he basically had a choice to make. And he went down the path of evil. Mm -hmm. And basically the being picked on the whole teenage angst that you could say from it played into that, which I really liked from this film. Exactly. And that's what I was saying earlier is like, Mm -hmm. I do have, I do feel like this is a proper representation of like real world. If Superman went Mm -hmm. down the other path as a kid, Mm -hmm. like he's, he's not like really fighting his emotions to say, okay, this isn't right in his head. It's right. Mm -hmm. Even though he like when he broke that girl's hand, well, he was in her room. Well, he broke it on the playground. He broke it on the playground, but that's because she wouldn't help him up and she let him fall. And Mm -hmm. he got pissed at her, but he was in her room. He was being a little creep. Well, he he wasn't in the room. He was outside. He was right outside the window. No, he was in the room. (laughs) He zoomed in, zoomed out. Because the laptop opened up (laughs) twice and played a song. I mean, hey, the whole song thing, that's just... Him holding the boombox. That's what that was. Except sneak in the room, open up the laptop, turn on a song, get out. I, with me, twice. I am not holding that against him. He, he had all the best intentions. It's basically the creepy kid. Like it's the creepy kid 
trying to win over the popular girl. Yeah. And it fails. And then when he gets rejected, he can't handle rejection. Exactly. So now he smashes her hand to a billion pieces. Basically. Um, which I'll be honest, her mother was a bitch anyway. Oh yeah, her mother was a bitch. Like, and I kind of didn't like. Oh, look up, look up the girl's name because I even forgot her name. I didn't even like her. She rubbed me the wrong way too. Uh, We're like at the beginning. She like she led Caitlin. Yeah, she led him on. Let's she be did completely him on. honest. We're. It was basically when they're in class. Oh, I'm gonna smart guys sw- rule the world. Yeah, basically. Um, which Dave started laughing because he so that line happens. Smart smart guys rule the world. And Dave goes, Do they? And all of a sudden I just went, Really it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. <laughs> that's that's why you looked over like, what's Dave laughing at? He was laughing at me making a Trump joke, calling Trump stupid. Huge. Um, Cause you know, smart guys rule the world, it's gonna be huge. Um but Back to Brightburn a little bit. Of uh, this was like, where were we when I said that? We were talking about Caitlyn. Yeah. Um, yeah, she kind of even rubbed me the wrong way because it's like, yes, I get it. It's very creepy to see someone outside your room, but at the same time, you shouldn't have let him fall. Like that was the worst, the worst thing she could have done. Yeah, is let him fall during that game. But at the same time, even when she went to help him up, it was the more of, I think what did it was not just having him fall, but when they're like, Caitlin, help her up. And she goes, no, I'm not helping him up. He's a pervert. Yeah. And the teacher said, help him up or you fail. When she called him a pervert, that's what it was. Yeah. If she would have just been like, fine, he wouldn't have crushed her No, he wouldn't have crushed her hand. But the the fact that she called him a pervert and everyone started laughing at him, Mm -hmm. he got pissed at her and then crushed her hand. Basically, you're just like I mean, the hand crush was one thing. Then he flipped it backwards, too. That's right. He broke her wrist. Yeah. So he crushed her hand, broke the wrist. Like, from here up is all mangled. Mm -hmm. And then the mother, Erica, was pretty big bitch. Yeah, she is. That's why I wasn't mad when she died. I wasn't I either. Wasn't the way mad. she died was uh, kind of horrific. Yeah. The thing, speaking about her death, yes, the thing you, I liked with the filmmaking into that. was, so in the trailer, we knew that she gets fluorescent light shattered Glass in the her eye. face, pulls out, the, which I could, I still couldn't watch. Still couldn't watch and her I pull learned it out. You don't pull it out, not good for, in a CPR situation, you don't uh-huh. pull it out. You, you just leave, leave it, it in, in until you can get to a medical is that because of bleed out or because of infection? So that because that's because what happens is if you have it in, that's one type of that's a different type of injury than a puncture. So this mm-hmm. is like an item in there. You're supposed to kind of support it until you can get to a medical professional to actually take it out and take care of it. Mm-hmm. Because that also once you pull it out, you start to lose blood. I'm t- I'm totally starting to think about having that in my eye and it's making me ill. Um but yeah, so basically it's all the blood loss. Because she it's was going to lose blood it's, after um, that. It's an open wound at that point. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, Which get I, off the CPR I and did, first aid stuff. The thing I did like about that was when they did the camera her view her angle. That was cool. All the red. The left side was a red tint because she was bleeding from that eye. Yeah. Um, and it was like you kind of couldn't see the left side of the screen, but like... It faded like from nothing. Right side was kind of blurry-ish because of the exactly trying the strain now. Exactly. Um, here's the thing I want to ask you with Brandon Breyer. 
Do you like the calling card? It was interesting. The leave, basically leaving, being the, so cocky to say, "Hey, I'm gonna let you know it was me." I mean, he's very a fuck, serial killer esque, fucking superhero as mm-hmm. well. So yeah, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He wants to leave a calling card. You can leave a calling card. True. It's like the, his superhero superhero insignia. Yeah, basically the BB, the double B. Um, the thing I really liked about this was his mom, Elizabeth yeah. Banks's character. And the reason why I liked it was I I don't know if I would say she had a ton of character development. Mm, not a ton of it, no. But the thing I did like was her character flaw. Yes. Of basically, I am going to believe my son and protect my son to a fault. Because we all, like, moms are like that. Where moms will support you. Moms want the best for you. And she kind of took it to where some moms, like my mom, is like, yeah, I'll protect you. But at the same time, like if we were in that kind of a situation where I broke someone's hand, my mom would not be like, yeah, no, he's not at fault. My mom would be like, well, you're an ass. You're an idiot. Like, why the fuck did you do that kind yeah. of thing? No, my mom would um, not be okay with me have break, breaking someone's hand. Where she was on the other side of it until like the very end where it's like I have the to murder kill book? my son. Basically. Um, and it's just like I really like that. I loved that character flaw mm-hmm. from her. I did too because it played that. into the ser- the whole him becoming a serial killer because mm-hmm. baby could do no wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the scene where it's like, hey, baby, come out here and uh, look at the hens. Oh, well, the wolf is back. No, that's not a wolf. A wolf can't rip the door off its hinges. And break the lock. And break the lock. This was Brandon. No, it wasn't. It was a wolf. All right, irrational. Like, Dave, throughout the whole movie, was like, all right, irrational lady. We'll believe what you think. Like, way to be irrational here. Oh, and then, like, you know he's fucking superpower. He just threw you into a china cabinet. With oh, one yeah. push. Mm-hmm. Then he takes him hunting and tries to shoot him in the head. Oh, that was a mistake. That was Huge such a fucking mistake. mistake. As soon as he shot him, I'm like, that bullet just ricocheted off his head. The look on Brandon's face like, you son of a bitch. You know who's the only one that got lucky in this whole film? Huh. The ant. Yeah, she did. Because she, she real didn't lucky. die because Noah took the took the fall for Yeah, her. exactly. Uh, Noah, <laughs> that was a fun, kind of funny scene, actually. What the fuck you doing in my closet, kid? You scared the shit out. I'm taking you home. Get this mask off. Standing this, in my closet get, with a mask get this on. Fu- this creepy fucking mask off. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, like, this movie had parts. The part that we were laughing at that we didn't think we should have was when his Noah's car dies. Yeah, because Brandon, Brandon sma- side smashes yeah. into it. He tries to start it, and he hits the dashboard, um, dashboard and the lights come on. And he sees Brandon. She's like, nope. Nope, 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 not come happening. On start, come, come on, come on, start. on. Then that made lights go off. Light, I'm just going to mm-hmm. describe the go scene. Ahead. Lights go back on. Brandon's floating now. Oh, no, 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 no. Lights go back off. Still trying to start the car. <laughs> Slams it again. Brandon's missing. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> His words. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. And then that's where the 
truck starts lifting up oh, from shit, the back. Oh, shit, 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 And then basically, goddamn. Curb stomp. Curb stomp on the the dry, the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Just. I do love when he was, like, holding it, when he basically <sighs> took his hand away, and they showed the jaw all, like, disconnected from like, the Like, it was mouth. connected by, like, right here, and that was it. Yeah, so, like, Some by skin. the, for audio listeners, like, by the ears almost. From, like, the base of the jawline maybe mm-hmm. just some skin from there to like the edge of the mouth was yeah. all that was holding it on yeah and it was just like oh damn and then that's where he put his finger in his mouth for the blood right to right before BB. he died too yeah so like, like he was still slightly alive so like noah saw him do that shit put his finger in the mouth and then start writing his bright burn symbol here's a question i want to ask you about this and this is what people are asking yeah so after the movie how the movie ends mm-hmm. is Oh, first off, before I do that, worst death. So you've got the people that died were Erica, which was Caitlin's mom. Yeah. Noah, both parents, and both cops. Both officers. Let's go one by one, just say what each death is so they know, and then we can do it. Yeah. That way they can also say which so one. So Erica, with, just start Erica in order. got disemboweled. Basically. Possibly alive. Like, like, she was, like, pinned up against the wall. The opened entire up. stomach was opened up. I think she was dead at that point. I think well, she had been missing for a while. I think she was alive while he was doing it. Very possible. Yeah, but how did at that point? Like, did he rip her vocal cords out? I don't. How know. did he get it to where she wasn't screaming? That's the whole situation. But that's how she died. Um, the dad died by getting lasered in like eye lasers through the eyes, through it, through the, the eyes, through the back, the back of the, of the head. The mom basically just got Iron Man, where I'm gonna pull you up real high and then just let you drop. Yeah, basically. Um, was that Iron? They also no. did that in Spider Man. I don't think they? they did an Iron Man. Yeah, he went up really fucking high, and that's where the ice started building up. Oh, and then he fell to uh, Obadiah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's how the mom died. The police sheriff died just by being disintegrated with like, being punched. He just came. He just came at him like freight train speed mm-hmm. and just. Boom! Cloud of dust, red dust. And then the other officer died. Beaten. She was just Beat slammed sh- against the wall. Boom, 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 boom. And then just thrown into the other room. Yeah. Let's see. Did we have everyone? Because the uncle got sort of curb stomped with mm-hmm. the steering that's right. wheel. The uncle got curb stomped. And that's then, what I yeah, no, that's it. So we did describe it earlier, but I'm just to recap. Yeah. Um, Mine. See, I'm already going to take out the officer. Because like which one the the dust cloud officer because that would have been your worst. No, that's not even my worst. That's like probably like the least worst of all of them. Only because like because it's just you're dead. Yeah, you're dead. Um, I'm trying to think which one's like the slowest, most painful death because the uncle is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. We don't actually know how Erica died, so she's kind of off the, off the list too. Okay, but like you said, she may have been dead before he disemboweled her. I'm gonna say. Either one of the parents, and I don't know which one. Um, Dad being lasered is pretty bad. Like, well, because here's the thing. They each have their own bad parts of, like, so the dad being lasered, pain, 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 but let's be honest. Like, halfway through the brain, it's going to stop. Eventually, that pain's going to A, knock you out, and B, at some point, he was dead before those lasers went completely through that. Yeah, he was dead before the lasers went through the skull. I'm going with the mom, and the reason why I'm going with the mom is all that way down that you're falling, all you have left to do is think. Think about the mistakes you've made. Think about that life is over. So you're going, there's an emotional 
Exactly. Like, how would you feel if you were falling to your death, knowing that once you hit the ground, you're dead? Your life is over. You don't. You have time to think about. Oh God, I'm going to die. Yeah, like she wasn't why, knocked out beforehand. Why didn't I do any of this stuff? Yeah, yeah. The only other one, like, like that kind of ties with that is the cop and the uncle because mm-hmm. uncle's was pretty short after his injury. I would say the uncle's was number three because he was still alive with the jaw being. Yeah. Well, so was the cop. I think that's, her that's eye was hers, moving. Like, it's between her. That's. Uh, so I'm going to say uncle's number three for mm-hmm. sure. And it's kind of a tie between mom and cop. She was beaten to hell. Yeah. God. And the was body she, after. Like, she like wasn't, said, was she completely dead because that eye was still moving? I was still moving. I was just wondering if that's twitching or Could if that's be. dead. Could be. Like she was dead after a moment With after me, the. me it looked like kind of the eye movement like she's trying to look around. Yeah. I think she was still alive. So it's between the mom and I th- if it, we're going to talk about pain, it's going to be the cop. If we're going to talk about emotional... Yeah, to, I'm going with the mom. I think it's the worst because that, to me, the emotional is the worst than just getting the shit kicked out of you. Like, yeah, pain sucks, but, like, the thought... Like, me, personally, I would hate to think about... I don't know what would go through my mind. I mean, point. I've broken bones before, so I'm I'm actually going to go with the cop. Because that's just not a big deal to you. The emotional shit. Johnny's broken his body numerous times. I've broken things before, and I know how badly they mm-hmm. can hurt. So Yeah. So here's then the last question I want to ask you, and what kind of people are talking about. Yeah. Is so mid-credit scene, we get Yandu, um, basically as an Alex Jones type of character, mm-hmm. talking about Brightburn, what he's already done. Has also mentioned, so they mentioned two DC heroes. They mention a sea creature. I'm going to pull it up exactly um, on my phone really quick because Screen Rant had the exact what they did because I now want to go see it again because I missed this. Like, I mi- I didn't miss what happened, but I totally missed... The just inside, I wasn't paying enough attention, um, I should say. So what exactly it was, trying to pull it up, was basically, here, I'll ask you this question before I get into the details. Mm -hmm. Do you think if they did a Brightburn 2, will it be a Justice League style movie where we get to see more of these evil heroes that they mentioned at the end? And I'll pull up the exact ones that they mention while you're getting Yeah, there are a answer. few they mentioned. Like, I know there's one that they said a lady was choking people with rope. That's Wonder Woman. And then there was basically an Aquaman one. Was there? Yes. I don't remember the other ones. Here Just we re- go. Brightburn's ending. So, oh, where is it? See, I wouldn't mind, and don't do it like Justice League, where like, hey, let's throw them all in. Don't make it a Brightburn 2. Just make it separate movies at first. Mm-hmm. And if you want to interconnect them at the, like, at the end... Like, just almost, I almost want to say, have them kind of go at it. Okay, right here. In an amazing tag, Michael Roker appears as an Alex Jones-like conspiracy theorist talk show host named The Big T. He hysterically warns about Brightburn, the super-powered villain menacing Kansas, before he mentions even more beings that exist in the world. Big T says that there's a half-man, half-sea creature terrorizing the oceans as well as a natural 
a supernatural woman who chokes victims with rope. And here's the best part, Johnny. You ready for this one? Hmm. These are obviously references to characters who resemble horror movie versions of Aquaman and Wonder Woman. In addition, a photo is shown during the Big T's broadcast of another costume villain who resembles the Crimson Bolt, the character played by Ryan Wilson in James Gunn's Super, which could mean Super and Brightburn possibly exist in a shared universe. So you got not, a picture of that or no? No, I don't. Oh. So not only was he said about Wonder Woman to set about Aquaman, there was a picture of what would have been the Crimson Bolt, and I believe that like the one that was in the bottom middle kind of looked like a creepy Batman. Kind of looked like Donnie Darko and like a creepy Batman mixed together. Do you think that they should create a kind of horror at that point superhero? Yes, please. World? If you're gonna involve the Crimson Bolt, please, yes, that'd be hilarious. I remember great. us watching. Maybe that movie. that's why it was supposed to be semi-comical because of it's in the same if, universe. If it's in the super? same universe as Super, well, let's be honest. James Gunn is a comical guy and knows how to dark throw comedy humor. In there. Yeah. So I mean, this was some dark humor. We <laughs> laughed at parts that like some people might not laugh at. Yeah. Because, so I mean, I wouldn't. I would like that. I would love to see more of this. Yes. Like, was it the best movie? No. No. But it wasn't a waste of time. No, it was not. Like, and that's the thing where, is there an audience for this? Maybe. Depends on how much money Brightburn actually is. And I'm going to look up. We didn't do this with Aladdin. Um, how much it made? Not just how much it made. I want to know how much it cost. True. Um. So let's see. We got six point seven on IMDb. I'll open up that because that's a um, Forbes has that. Where's the Wikipedia? Really quick, Rotten Tomatoes. There it is. Brightburn Wikipedia. So okay, Wikipedia's got it too. Um, so right now it costs between six and twelve million mm-hmm. for them to make it, and according to Wikipedia, the box office for them. Is at a fifteen point three million, so they made their money back. Yeah, that's for sure. They made their money extra. back and then some. Um, let's see if Forbes has different numbers. Let's see. Are they going to have a table for me? Um, yeah, I'll just go off of the fifteen about fifteen million it made this weekend. Um, so it was a success. Yeah. I would say a success for Sony Pictures. For sure. Um, but you want to see more of that. But would you make them solo films? Solo films Or would films you make first. them paired up? Solo films first and then kind of mm-hmm. like bring it, start bringing it together. Yeah. I think this is intriguing. I would like this, love to see this, it. This Mike, Michael Roker section was the way of kind of starting to bring it together. Sort of like... At the end of what? The first Iron Man was uh, Nick Fury comes out and ta- says, hey, I'm starting so- a group of uh, superheroes type thing. Yeah, the S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So he's basically the Nick Fury. He's sort of not. He is, but he isn't. <laughs> he's not putting them together, but he's warning us about them. Yes. he's And you could do basically Batman would be really cool. Wonder Woman, Aquaman. The Crimson Bolt would just be funny. Yeah, it would be funny to add that in that there. That would just be humorous. Um, what would be an evil version of the Flash? Basically, Zoom? 
Yeah, but I guess he could have superpowers. I guess yeah. you're gonna want to do that. But it's the question of uh, mm-hmm. how, like, I guess because gotta... like Batman's motive is basically the death of his parents makes him crazy. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman, and another thing that's cool about Wonder Woman is, what if she's only choking men? Basically, it's her thought is to exterminate the male race or the male gender, basically. Yeah. Because she wants to make everything like um, the Amazons, basically. Yeah. And she doesn't actually have to be Amazonian necessarily. Yeah. But I mean, if you're going off of that character, like she could be like a Jack the Ripper type character. Yeah. I'm saying, though, yeah, maybe she's got super strength for some Mm -hmm. reason. Yeah. She's. Just choking oh, out mad. Starts That's up. perfect. Could you imagine a, like, set in modern time, but it's basically a Jack the Ripper type of version of Wonder Woman? Could you imagine? Started off as, like, she's only killing men, like, trying to, like, do the sexual assault mm-hmm. crimes. Yeah. And then she kind of gets a taste for it and it's like, we do this to a lot you know, more serial men. killers, once they get that uh, that little taste of murder, they, keep doing, they keep doing it. Um, I'm yeah. trying to think how to do the Flash though. Batman was a hard one to like. Besides, like it's gonna have to start. I think start with death of parents, but no, it does because the how you would do Batman is the death of his parents. Yeah, would be so the death of his parents and then him dealing with that through childhood, basically to the point of instead of him saying I am gonna like stop vigilantes. Basically, him just snapping and going mental towards basically that, like, because his parents ruled Gotham. Yeah. Do you think he basically killed- fucked this town? I'm just going to exterminate everyone and start over. Do you think he also kills his version of uh, oh Alfred? Ooh, good point. Yes. Like serial killer style, kill his version of Alfred. Probably. If we're going to go with a kill them all. You want to make it really messed up? Make him keep out the Alfred around anyways to talk to? He cuts the head off and just keeps the head around. Or just kind of. He just talks to the head. Keeps it in like a chair. Yeah. Dressed up as a butler. Basically. A dead body. So what do you think, Alfred? It's kind of just like pinned up there and he just talks to it. Wow, that'd be fucked up. You want to make it fucked up, right? Yeah, I do. Here's another thing I would like to do on a future podcast. Hmm. Let's. Let's plan this for the future. We'll think about it. We'll Brightburn universe. Not just that. What if we did the Brightburn universe with Marvel characters? Because the one I'm already starting to think is what if Tony, like not Tony Stark, Steve Rogers wasn't as good. What it's kind of like that's the Superman one of like, what if they chose the wrong Steve Rogers? Mm hmm. And basically gave the superhero uh, super soldier serum to the wrong person. Some asshole. Basically. Or oh, I'm trying so to Red think. So Red Skull. I'm trying to think now. Iron Man's would be a little bit different. Difficult. Um, his is going to be difficult. I would say his would, his would be difficult. Um, so would Spider-Man's, I would say. Eh, not really. Spider-Man's the same as Batman um, in a sense. Because Uncle Ben dying. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be cool to go and think of evil versions for the Marvel characters as well. But let's wrap this up. I will ask you this. This one's pretty easy. Who's the show stealer? Oh, it's got to be. Oh, God, I forgot his name already. Uh, 
Jackson Jackson Dunn. Dunn. Which I threw this out at you. Yeah. So you already know the answer. We have seen him before in a movie this year. He played 12-year-old Scott Lang. Yeah, I didn't in realize Avengers that. X-Men. I didn't either until I saw it on IMDb, and I'm like, holy crap. It's the second time we've seen him this year. <laughs> um, so I think this one's pretty easy. Jackson Dunn um, for this one with his work as Brandon Breyer. Just basically not just playing that angsty teen, but taking it over the edge and being extra fucking creepy with the Brightburn character. Angsty teen with superpowers and a um, slow... Uh, slow descent into he was really his creepiness is what won him this award it's it's creepy uh, angsty uh, 12 year old Mm -hmm. with superpowers with the uh, slow descent into Mm -hmm. um, uh, fuck serial killer yeah here's another thing I wanted to bring up basically when the parents were talking yeah and she, the mom mentioned, well, think about it. We were doing much worse when we were his age. And we all were like, at 12? Right. At 12 you were doing? Like, because I, I did the math. So seventh grade is like a 13, 14-year-old. Yeah. That means six or no, eighth grade is a 13, 14-year-old. Yeah. That means seventh grade is a 12, 13, sixth grade. Is eleven to twelve, so that's either that's a sixth grader or an early seventh grader, depending on where in the year we are. Yeah, and I'm assuming it's summer, so I'm gonna say end of sixth grade is where he probably was. End of sixth grade, early seventh grade. Yeah. Actually, no, it was seventh grade because it said Brightburn Middle School. Yeah. So he was a seventh grader, and I just look at that and I go. What our parents basically disowned us at that age. What the fuck were you doing at twelve years old, man? Right. You know what I was doing at twelve years old? Going to the local card shop to play Magic the Gathering. That's about as most trouble I got into. Playing video games. Basically. It's like come on, what yell at for do- being on this game system too long. Well, you know, <laughs> The 60s and 70s were just a rampant time. Because no, ma- no matter what, time. it was the Nintendo, right? Which, which, let's be honest, in this day and age, let's say, how old do you think the parents are? Probably no... Like pe- 40s? No, like early 40s at max. So that means they would have been 12, 12 years old at the beginning of the 90s. What are you doing in the 90s? That it was The 90s wasn't a time of like... Eh, I mean, it is Kansas. What's there to do in Kansas, basically? Right. So, like, there's that. We we were a city. So, it's like we kind of had. They were more country-esque where. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. You know, nothing to do but. Uh, but to Murder blow, people and whatnot. Murder people, fireworks, and sex. That's all you got to <laughs> do in the country. Um, <laughs> but Jackson Dunn, he is our show stealer. My rate, I'll give my rating yeah, first. Yeah, you go first. Because for Aladdin, I gave it to you first. I'm going to say a three out of five. It was good. It wasn't bad. It was pretty much a pretty okay movie. Like, it did what it, like, didn't have anything special about it. It wasn't absolutely terrible. It did its job. It entertained me. For me, more of my thought process now is I want to see more of these superheroes with this horror take and kind of like a what if they were evil. And it's just a pretty good movie to go see. See, that's why I'm going to give it a 3.5 because it made me want kind of more. Okay. Like, okay, you know what? You, you, like, it had, it had let me, like, oh, it was decent and, mm-hmm. like, didn't make me think, hey, 
that was kind of interesting. And they're starting to set up a universe, mm-hmm. universe per se. It's like, okay, I kind of do want to see more. Mm-hmm. So like, it had it not left me saying, oh, I want to see more. I probably would have given it the three. And hey, since but that's it, why it gets the three point five for me. Since it made its money, it yeah. made about three million more. We than, might get more, depending on where it was. If it's at the twelve, it made about three million more. If it was more towards that six, they made over double their money then. Yeah. So we could see another movie in this bright burn kind of a universe which would kind of be cool but this is where you guys come in let us know what you guys think of bright burn let us know down below in the comment section make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most file podcast give us a new studio i'm not as sweating as as much as i was in the beginning he's adapting yet no it's not me adapting this room changes temperatures i know i'm just joking like I think it's getting less humid outside, maybe. So it's getting like it still feels sticky in this room. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Um, I'm just not sweating. So patreon.com backslash most file podcast is how you help out with that. The brown, silver, or gold level tiers. You can also go on to iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Every five star rating really does help the podcast out, helps us get into the ears of more and more people. Want to thank you guys for watching on YouTube. Thank you guys for listening on podcast services around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities cbp agents and officers are keeping people safe join u.s customs and border protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself learn more at cbp.gov careers